Welcome to Questions About Heaven, a podcast about giving Bible answers to our questions about the afterlife with God. Each week we seek to answer real-life questions with biblical answers about the life beyond this world. Now, here's your host, Brad Zockel. Good day to you. This is Brad Zockel, and you're listening to the Questions About Heaven podcast. I'm glad that you're along with me. I really, really appreciate this. And as we talk about heaven, think of the different wonders we've been talking about over the course of this past year. And we've talked about uh, the the body, the resurrection body of the believer, how 1 Corinthians 15, 53 through 57 says, it'll be incorruptible. It will be immortal. That Revelation 21.4 says that we're never going to have to face death again once we get in God's presence. We'll never have to worry about sickness or sorrow. Think about this. Revelation 3.21, that we're going to be able to sit in honor with the Lord on his very throne. Revelation 22.5, we will reign with him, seeing God face to face. Revelation 22.4, talking with God, Revelation chapter 6, verses 9 through 11, and all these other wonders that we've talked about in the feasting, such as Matthew chapter 8 and verse 11, and just the promises of Jesus bringing us in, and we're uniting and seeing all things brought in under this beloved, beloved Savior, Jesus Christ, as we see in Ephesians chapter 1 and verse 10. Now, along that line, we realize that We're not singularly the only entity in heaven. There are other beings there, and they're called angels. And so let's talk a little bit about angels and see what the Bible says. You know, we have some people saying, well, you know, when Grandma died, she became an angel, or when, you know, Uncle Joe passed away, he got his wings and things. And we think back on, uh, you know, the, the, the different legends and the thoughts in old stories that might go through uh, histories about people suddenly morphing into uh, angels. And does the Bible say that? And for that matter, does the Bible say anything about angels in a way that, uh, you know, besides just going about doing chores for God, is there anything about them that would uh, be important for us to know? And I do think that there's at least one solid thought in our short time in the podcast here, I want to share with you. But let's start with this. As we get going here, let's talk about this first of all. Do people become angels when they die? Well, we want to look at the scriptures, and I'm pretty sure you're going to say, well, no, we don't. But do you know in the scriptures where we see the separation of this, that we don't morph into them? Well, let's start with this. In Hebrews chapter 12 and verse 22, and 23, you're going to see that if you were to go to Mount Zion, which is one of the names for heaven, we have a number of different names uh, for heaven, and this is one of them. If you go to Mount Zion right now, you will see God the Father, you will see the New Jerusalem, you will see innumerable angels. This is right now, if you were to go to heaven right now. And then you would see the Spirit's of the righteous made perfect. So immediately you see a delineation between the two, that the redeemed of the Lord and the angels are two separate entities. As a matter of fact, follow this through in Job chapter 38 and verse 7, as it is talking about God and his creation, it tells you that the angels were applauding. They were applauding and cheering in joy 
over God's creation, the opening moments of his creation. Mankind had not been created yet. That would come later on, as we see in the narrative in the early chapters of Genesis. But the angels were made beforehand. So once again, they're not made to be the same. We see that the the different, uh, what would you say, like sort of like the jobs, the ministries of angels uh, on over, it was in the sense that they are dealing with the human race. They are separate from them uh, in here. Uh, think about it. Second Kings chapter 6, verses 16 and 17. Elisha and his students, think of it as his seminary, are going to be attacked by a marauding army. The celestial army, the host, the heavenly host, they are surrounding them. And one of his students is given the heavenly eyesight to be able to see the protective army that is around them of the cherubim protecting them. Okay? They weren't people. This was a heavenly army of protection here. 1 Corinthians chapter 6 and verse 3, Paul says that we will one day rule over angels. We will judge them. Some translations say it gives a position that we will see them as a different grouping in heaven. John, in Revelation chapter 22 and verse 9, is so overcome by the vision of one, he falls down and tries to worship it. And the the angel uh, says, no, 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 you don't do this. Now, obviously, we don't see John falling down and worshiping other people, elders and martyrs in heaven, but the angels, so the vision of them must be something very incredible. He also says, the angel says, I'm a fellow laborer with you in heaven. So we're not saying that there is uh, the position of superiority, of lording it over them, any sort of uh, uppityness, but it does say that we are separate in in there. When we take a look right now, we see that angels, Hebrews chapter 1 and verse 14 says, they're ministering spirits sent out to serve for the sake of those who are to inherit salvation. So right now they're helping, they're ministering us. They're wonderful uh, messengers of God. And in many ways, they're helping us. We indeed are separate from them. Matthew 18, 10 says, do not despise one of these newer Christians. It's known as little ones, it says in some of the translations. I tell you that in heaven, their angels always see the face of my Father who is in heaven. And the ones protecting the, the weaker Christians, the newer Christians, uh, the new missionaries, it says that the angels look for God to call upon to head down to protect them, to lead them, to guide them. And so we see that that comes about here through the scriptures. When we look at angels, there's something else. You know, we know, uh, we, we can see many descriptions of them all the way through the scripture. But I think that this is very important that we go into First Peter. And when we go to First Peter chapter 3, and we go to, I'm sorry, First Peter chapter 1, First Peter chapter 1, and you're going to find something most intriguing as you go down into verse 13, or we're moving down through 1 Peter chapter 1. And let me, let me read this all the way down up to verse 13. And it says, Peter writes this, Of this salvation the prophets have inquired and searched carefully, who prophesied of the grace that would come to you, searching what or what manner of time the Spirit of Christ who was in them was indicating when he testified beforehand 
the sufferings of Christ and the glories that would follow. To them it was revealed that not to themselves, but to us they were ministering the things which now have been reported to you through those who have preached the gospel to you by the Holy Spirit sent from heaven, things which the angels desire to look into. Therefore, gird up the loins of your mind, be sober, rest your hope upon the grace that is to be brought to you at the revealing or the revelation of Jesus Christ. Now, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. We are talking about the prophecies of Christ, his crucifixion, his suffering, and his glorification. And it says this, these are things which the angels desire to look into. Did you know that? And it tells us here something most interesting here, that the angels want to learn about these things. They want to learn about what we are dealing with in salvation and God's plan, the wonder of God's plan, and uh, how. what exactly is all this about? So angels are on a learning curve too. We talked about this, that we will be on a learning curve in heaven. All right. So when we see this, we see that, uh, give it an idea. 1 Corinthians chapter 11 and verse 10. It talks about because of the angels that women ought to have certain disciplines and conduct. First Corinthians, back up to 1 Corinthians chapter 4, look in verse 9. And it says this, we are made a spectacle unto the world, which really means, uh, if I have it right, the Greek word actually use it as, as, as a derivative of where we get the word theater. We are made in theatrics, a presentation to the world and to angels. And so they're watching our behavior and they're watching us here because they are seeing how we are following the Lord as well. When we take a look at Ephesians chapter 3 and verse 10, it tells us to the intent that now unto the principalities and powers in heavenly places, the angelic realm, might be known by the church and the manifold or the multicolored or the many presentations wisdom of God. When we see this, God's purpose is to show how he is sovereign, how he is wise, what his plans are to the angelic beings, it says in, in Ephesians chapter 3. Then God is saying, study this, understand this. And it tells you that the, the, the angels, as we see here in 1 Peter chapter 1, they want to know this. Can you imagine that? They're studying your behavior. Angels want to know why you do what you do. This is an amazing thing when we take a look at this all the way through here, that we see that this plan of God is being observed by the angelic community. I'll remind you of 1 Timothy chapter 3, verse 16, and it says, without current controversy, great is the mystery of godliness. God was manifest in the flesh as Jesus, justified in the spirit, seen of angels, preached unto the Gentiles, believed on in the world, received up into glory. The witness of the angels to see what we're doing is something of intense interest. Did you know that? You, in a sense, in your life is like a classroom experience for angels. They want to understand the redemption of mankind. They want to understand how you've come and you have repented and you turn. 
And in this, how does that bring out the glory of God? Things which angels desire to look into, to study. One, if I have this right, I believe if I can remember right, one of the Bible scholars says that this is telling you that this is just like craving. They want to know, very much deeply want to understand uh, on that. They are saying they want to understand as, as best they can. And so we see this, angels wanting to learn about you. And moreover, wanting to see, looking forward to the joy of the Lord through you. Thank you so much. This is Brad, and I really appreciate the chance for us all to be together. I look forward to possibly seeing you uh, this Sunday. I will be at Oak Ridge Baptist Church in Oak Ridge, Tennessee. March 18th and 19th, I'll be up in Easton, Maryland at a Heaven is Home conference, and that will be held at the Country School. That's the name of the location where the churches are renting for us to have that. And as we move on through the summer, I'll be in Pennsylvania, back in Tennessee, down in Alabama, and there's a lot that we're doing. And I'm so looking forward to the introduction of our wonderful new uh, website, which will let you know our itinerary and other things and use it also as, I'm going to try to make it an encyclopedia of heaven on there that we can learn things. And if you're able to help us make these things happen, the, uh, the, the new style of the website. There is an expense in that, and it is uh, something that we want to have done so that people might be able to go on and get a good biblical understanding of heaven. And we're just needing some help on that. If you're able to help us, we are a 501c3 corporation, and you will receive a tax receipt on that. And any gift would help very, very greatly. Hey, this is Brad Zockle, and I am with the Zulon International Bible Institute. I appreciate that we can continue on the heaven tour, learning what heaven's about. Thank you so much. God bless you, and Lord willing, we will talk soon. Thanks for joining us this week on Questions About Heaven with Brad Zockel of the Zulon International Bible Institute. Be sure to visit our website, zulon.org, to learn more about our Bible ministry. That's X-U-L-O-N.org. While you're at it, if you found value in this show, we'd appreciate a rating on iTunes. Or if you simply tell a friend about the show, that would help us out too. And keep an eye out for our upcoming ebook, Questions About Heaven. Thanks, God bless you, and have a great day.